your main event welcome to the greatest wrestling podcast ever my name is chris davis i'm joined today by mr paul robinson hello paul hi chris you're right? a wrestling podcast it is i feel we can call it the greatest wrestling podcast ever because i do feel that you can call anything the greatest wrestling anything judging by current wwe uh, yes i think we've earned it already so <laughs> we've earned it as much as edge and orton uh, oh, that's controversial. <laughs> Might have to edit that out. I remember, I remember watching their their matches when they're in their well, in fairness to them, but in fairness to them, their primes, and uh, they were okay. Yes, they weren't the greatest wrestling match ever. I think the matches with Cena each had probably slightly better. Yeah, yeah, and that's saying a lot yes. when you're considering John Cena in that greatest wrestling matches ever scenario. Again, good storyteller. Not sure about a great wrestler. We are testing out the idea of a wrestling podcast. Um, this is our first one, so bear with us. We are both avid wrestling fans. We're both old enough to understand exactly what wrestling is before somebody says it. We completely understand how this works. We are fully grown men who understand what wrestling is and enjoy it. Deal with it. But how long have you been watching wrestling, Paul? Oh, it's very good. Probably uh, late 80s, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's ninety three for me. Yeah. And how I'm still a wrestling fan, I don't know. As my first event was WrestleMania nine. <laughs> well, mine was three, which is a slip, which is the high yeah, watermark. Step up. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness for me, it didn't take much for them to impress me. <laughs> Thank you. The been... bar was set very low. It was just bright and colourful, and I went, "Ooh, wow!" Yeah. Although it did introduce me to Bret Hart. Yes. Um, which set the theme for me as a, a wrestling fan. Uh, that's all good. Uh, we're coming off the back of a return of sorts with NXT in your house. Yes. Now, they definitely went to town with the whole in your house theme, very similar to the old style events, which is quite nice to see as somebody who used to buy them all on VHS videos and enjoyed them. So, yeah, they went all in. It was. Uh, what's your one. overall feel of the show? I thought it was good. Yes. Yeah, I was surprisingly entertained, considering I didn't really, uh, I'd, I'd sort of, I've been a bit tenuous with my uh, viewing, uh, well, a bit infrequent with my viewing of NXT recently. I sort of watched it in highlights and watched mat- matches that jumped out at me, that all that will be worth a watch. But I've been, I'll be put my hands up and say, I've been more focused on watching the AEW stuff and then watching um, bits and pieces. But I really enjoyed it. We tried to predict it going in. We did. You were a lot more successful than I was. Slightly more <laughs> successful. <laughs> I I tried to predict the booking and failed miserably. I think I got two of the matches right. But I'm, I'm not disappointed with the results. No, I don't Sli- think I've got, was, yeah. I think they, they did a good job with what they have. There's a, I've got a few, I think I would, a few issues with possibly the, the order of the matches. But overall, I was quite impressed. Yeah. So shall we shall we go through the matches yeah, and see what well, well go through takeover and see what we thought of it? Okay. All right. Well, we kick it off with the return of Todd Pettingly. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that was quite nice to see. It him, was actually. quite actually. Actually. <laughs> a, a simpler time when I think they just used to have very just very nice people presenting. Yes, <laughs> I used to like watching. I think it was was it Access or no? They had a their Saturday show which um, we got on. It was the phone in one, wasn't it? Yeah. There was that one. Yeah. And and he presented a show, and I can't remember what, what things it was called, but yeah, it was a good way of sort of... It got you enthusiastic, because he was so enthusiastic yes, about everything. And everything was just nice. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I was pleased to see Todd back. And they, they went all to town as well with lots of sort of early 90s references. Yes. The uh, AOL Online. Yeah. Um, the, the adverts, although they were actually advertising one of the products. <laughs> yes. The ice cream sandwich, now a cookie sandwich. Yeah, it's like you do realise we're now taking this that you are taking the, <laughs> but these aren't good. I mean, like that's a real product. 
Yeah. Although I've got to say the uh, the ICO Pro one was very good. Yes. Just because it's such a spot on rip off of what they did with Brett. It's Brett impersonation, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. To the point where he even said A, didn't he? At the end of when he finished. <laughs> Put the Canadian twist on it. Yeah, and I, and I was impressed. We uh, we kicked off with the usual guest band who's on it, which was this time was Code Orange. Yes. I wrote down, I wrote down some notes as I was watching it because I knew we were going to be talking about it. I referred to them as aggressive shouty rock. Yes, that's probably. And I was a bit thrown by the fact that one of the singers looked like Damien Priest. <laughs> oh, at first I thought, oh, we start with Damien. Oh no, no, that's not Damien Priest. And uh, I think everybody who watched that is probably drawn by drawn to the really aggressive, weird bassist. Yes, this this is the guy that sometimes looks like a young Brock Lesnar or D- Daniel Fuder. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't understand bands that feel they have to be aggressive. Like it's like you're playing music that suggests you've got some skill that you're you're performing to people who want to listen to you. Why are you coming across like you want to fight? <laughs> it's 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 just a personal thing. I'm, I'm I quite like like heavy music, but that, that bit has always sort of confused me yeah. as to as to why. And also the the singer, she stood out a bit compared to the rest <laughs> of the band. Just in a t shirt and just like you you don't look as evil as the rest. There's just something about it. But yeah, the song was all right. I think yeah, it, I think it, it, it came got, out okay. got, yeah from an early start i think it, there's, a, there's a melody under there somewhere yeah yeah and they didn't overstay their welcome as well which is i always think good i hate it when we get a band on and they give them like two or three songs oh absolutely yeah no one one song That's minimum annoying. should be yeah exactly i don't mind poppy i have to say because yes. because you feel like they use her quite a lot and she fits the theme yes <laughs> so i can i can accept it more with her but with the, with some of the bands that you've literally never heard of it's a bit weird to be sort of like no, just just get to the wrestling. Come on. I love the set, by the way. I love the fact they actually put the house out. Yeah, I, I think it was really good cool. that they didn't try and update it as well, I think. No, it was brilliant. It was very much the sort of 90s theme. It left me wanting them to do future events, whether you like Halloween Havoc and stuff like that. Yes. Like, yeah. Literally just do that. <laughs> I think the problem they always had is that because they had the rival Survivor Series around that time, mm. you kind of could do with Spiss and something out there, couldn't you? Oh yeah, but there's no reason why NXT can't have. All oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give. Uh, I think I, I think they maybe should move the NXT ones maybe to the Royal Weekend. I think it might give them a bit, yeah. a bit of room to breathe. Well, in fairness, it might put the main WWE cards in a better light. Yeah, it's it's nice for us wrestling fans to get everything together, but you do compare the two shows, and quite often, you, for me, the the better quality wrestling is on NXT. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, if I if I just had Survivor Series on its own, I'm quite a fan of Survivor Series generally. Yeah. Um, I think I'd appreciate it more. Yeah. Speaking of uh, big tag team matches, we started with a six women tag. We did. What were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I, th- I think it was as good as you could be expected. Um, it seemed a bit last minute put together. Which mm. it was, wasn't it? I think it was only the week before it was uh, put together. I, I do think they should maybe come up with a consistency on uh, what Candice Theria has been called. I think they had uh, Poison Pixie and the Pint Size Poison at various. Points. Yeah, they're not very consistent with it yet. Uh, they're still adjusting to to heal Candice. Yes, I think there's potential there. Oh, absolutely, yes. But, I think it's uh, there's a, something different from, isn't it? Yeah, so, but it's it's not quite it's not quite right at the moment in terms of do you just need to settle on it? Uh, we should just say that the the participants in the match you've got uh, Mia Yim, uh, Nick Tegan Knox, and Shotzi Blackheart versus Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, and Raquel Gonzalez. I was um, I thought it was all right. There've been better starts to an NXT pay per view, but it was uh, it was a good match. They put a lot of effort in. I was surprised by the result. I did think with Luray being a bit more of a focus on the show, I thought her team might get the win, but they sort of carefully removed her from the match. Yeah, I think, yeah. it's clear And once she did that, it's like, well, it's to anybody's game. <laughs> I think it's clearly leading to a, a medium uh, kind of sort of match down the line, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely still plenty to go with that. thought it was a bit strange, though. Quite a few malfunctions at the junction, as they used to say, um, with Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. That yeah. looks like that might be on fragile ground slightly, which I'm surprised about because there's not that much of a space for them to do 
separate stuff, but yeah, well, yet anyway, it's quite early, isn't it, but, for that breakup? Isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, I'd, I'd stick them together for a bit. It, but then again, they could just do the long tees. I, I remember going back, and I'm, I'm in no way comparing the uh, the wrestlers here, but the Shawn Michaels Diesel breakup. Yes, months. That's the uh, that's the template, that's isn't right. it? The uh, the monster bodyguards getting annoyed, yeah. isn't it? Eventually, they get fed up and they turn on you. Like, like that was brilliantly done back in the day. So fingers crossed that's that this is just the first tease because I do think both of them have got great potential. I was very impressed with Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, and she came in. Well, she's got that and size. Dakota Kai's good. The, no, I don't think any of these have that, any of that size, do they? Stands out a lot more. Yes, definitely. Yeah. The NXT. Uh, NXT women are smaller, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we then moved on to Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. I thought this was a good match. Yeah, again, I think um, it, was a, it was a good matchup, wasn't it? I think. Mm. I'm, I'm quite confused by the whole Finn Balor um, character at the moment because he is overtly heelish, fighting heels yes. on an almost weekly basis. And it's like, well, he's like the most angry man in the company, and like doesn't even like let the crowd have their moment when they like when he puts his arms out anymore. Yeah, and yet he fights heels, and and, and I, I like it. Don't get me wrong; I think I prefer. Attitude Finn Balor, Finn Balor to boring black and white Finn Balor, but it is a bit weird. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what, which side are you on? Yeah, well, he's he sort of came back and he thought very much a heel sort of. I'm going to yeah. show the, these kids what it's what it, what the, the big guys are like, and then um, but then pretty much sort of looked to obviously start a feud with Adam Cole, who mm. was like a longer in a title, and obviously there's the match with um, Walter which yeah. should have taken place in Ireland, which obviously he's going to be mm. a huge uh, face in, in Dublin, wasn't he? Which has now been moved. So, yeah, it's it's weird that he's, he's sort of turned face, but not, he's not, he's, like you say, he's not playing up the, uh, the theme no. to him anymore. He's doing very insiderly sort of, mm. do you know what I mean? You've, I know how it works. You take a shot at the big guy and all this sort of stuff. And, yeah. It's a cool character. Yeah. It's just strangely placed. I think um, whether they... With, with it being in Ireland, they would have got as a massive reaction from Finn Balor. Um, I wonder if they're almost sort of taking a bit from like the Conor McGregor mould of you don't have to be the nicest guy yeah. for people to love you. If you can back it up, people will back you. Yeah. So, well, you can always, yeah, you always have room, don't you, for these guys who just sort of sit down in the middle and can sort of have a fight with, with someone, can't you? And bots heal off us. Especially in the WWE mould, the... Um, the faces tend to be a bit stupid. Yeah. Um, in that they fall for a hell of a lot and you just think, have you not watched wrestling? <laughs> you know where this is going, right? And I, I can switch off a lot, but when you are doing the same thing week after week, I'm starting to think you are stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good match. Nasty bump on the stairs. It was. From, wasn't uh, it? You, never quite, you never quite... It's one of those ones because obviously as I'm going to assume you've never taken anything like myself, anything similar. But no, it's... Because we're so used to taking that flat flat bump, aren't you? But you're never quite mm. sure whether actually does that hurt more because it skimmed the end or less because there's less. I don't know. I don't know. It looked. Was it, it looked nasty? Yeah. Yeah, he did. But yeah, credit to him. It was a cool move. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're not going to get a razor's edge onto the stairs, but we will get what looked like a nasty fall onto it anyway. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Yeah. I th- I th- a good match, and I think the the right result. It elevates Priest with a uh, decent uh, performance. He's um, slowly bubbling under. Yeah, he's got potential. I think he, they do need to push the button a bit. Yeah, I was going to say he's still lacking that big win, hasn't he? He's obviously mm. he's sort of been pushed forward quite quite well, but then when this come to the big feuds, like obviously with uh, Keith Lee and uh, mm. previously now, now Bala, he's he's just lacking that big win of someone, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And you think maybe he's the US title it. level, isn't he? I think at the moment. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd I'd rather see him take it than some of the others uh, that are that level at the moment. But, yeah, I wonder where they're going with him next. Yeah. So he picked his shot, and unfortunately it didn't work for him. But, yeah, yeah it, it does elevate him by being in the ring with good, good quality guys. And uh, as for Balor, I wonder if this is... Are we now, because of the, the situation with the world and we're not going to be getting Walter anytime soon, are we going to edge him towards Cole? I think it's it's got to be, isn't it? I think I think I think there'll be um, who else is there. Obviously, there's a, a spoiler for who I think um, Cole might have it in, like a, with a TV feud in the meantime to kill kill a couple of weeks. Yeah, but, um, 
think. Yeah, I, th- I think it's October, isn't it? I think the um, is that right? The next the Dublin's been. Have they rearranged it? I think it has. Yeah, so that that's pl- that gives them enough time. I think to maybe get back to actually having a really hot crowd, and yeah, uh, I think Bala Walter presumably still would be the plan yeah. for that. I, I do want to see that match. Yeah. I have to say that that is a mouthwater. You've got that enough, so you've got um, uh, Jordan Devlin as well. I think if yeah. you can get like maybe a big, hopefully maybe you can cruise away at match. Mm. Him obviously probably too late to maybe do the the unification match that they're probably going to have to have. Mm. But uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see. That. But you could do the if if you hold him off, you could have him as the like I'm I never lost my belt. Yeah, yeah. Rather than make it an actual unification, just have him going. Look, I've never lost. And just just on that, it'd be interesting to see whether the obvious one would obviously be Becky. Whether the, the how would that be seen as perhaps too big a star to come back and do it? I don't know. Well, because even any yeah. any interaction there would be huge for her. There, yeah, it? just put her on the show as a say hello. Uh, it depends. In October, how far along she'll be? Yeah, at that point, if she's if she's able to be there and able to travel, which I presume she can still travel at that stage, but yeah. not great on these things. Then yeah, her appearance would go down well, but I think the show's going to be it's going to get enough hype anyway. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it would be, be nice to have some sort of acknowledgement of the biggest Irish character to ever go into wrestling. I think. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. The next match was Keith Lee versus Johnny Gorgano. I loved the beginning. I loved uh, Johnny um, coming out of the house. I thought the they set that up. I thought it was very cleverly done. Yeah, I think I think it's always, the door. It's always better, isn't it, where they actually make use of the uh, setting and stuff, isn't it? Hmm. And they did the right thing. They did the the traditional um, story uh, work, whereby you show it in the first act and you use it in the third. Yeah, with the key. Yeah, uh, I did actually. I'd say I, yeah, I saw the criticism because obviously that comes back into later when he tries to get skip through the door, mm. but obviously it's locked. And I was, I, yeah, I was sort of saying, well, he, he didn't. Why didn't he use the key? But then surely that him that's them him then showing the key that obviously then yes. gets used later on. So I could sort of see. I think mm. I'm going to pass on that one. I think. I, I do. Yeah, it was better to to fumble around there and then stick it in his eye later on for the. Uh, uh, the false finish, yeah. effectively, because my money going into the match was that it was probably going to be a Gargano match. That wasn't me trying to predict the booking necessarily; just me going, "Oh, I can see potential in him going in as a uh, as the US cha- uh, North American champion." And obviously, I was wrong. I, my my dis- my my opinion on who was going to win the match changed though as soon as I saw the tights that Keith Lee was wearing. Do you know, what I thought exactly the same. Yeah, it did sort of telegraph it a bit. Because it's like no way are they letting somebody who's wearing Black Lives Matter lose this week to, to a Surely. small white. <laughs> yeah, the, this is the wrong message to send. <laughs> Even though, actually, I think we, I think we probably both agree that Lee losing the title would be not because the one it would lose the title, but to push him to the title match, and obviously, yeah, but him would go. Yeah, that would be there. So, mm. but yeah, in the short term, optics wouldn't have been very good. No, they wouldn't. Good on him for nailing his clothes to the mask. But uh, no, I thought the match itself was pretty cool. I loved the bit with the plexiglass where um, he launched him through yeah. it. You knew it was going to come at some point. <laughs> like, if he doesn't launch him, there's something wrong. But it was very well done. Yeah, it was very well. It's and they brought in Candice and May in as well. Yeah, little, just for the distraction, wasn't it? For the, uh, get the mm. old car keys in the eye. I do wonder if we've actually seen the end of this feud. I don't know if it feels like a one and done. I don't think it does, does it? I think you've, especially with the um, the first match with them brawling to the back. Yim and rare. I think it yeah. suggests that possibly is it there's when you've got the four of them as well. I think there's different combinations. Have you you've got the proper mixed tag and stuff like that? Haven't you? Mm. you can, I think definitely split. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, what I think whether if it isn't him, then who it would be because it might have to maybe someone like Timothy Thatcher. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's ready for the North American title. He's had that big old yeah. Super yeah. riddle, but I think the problem he needs to smash is because he's. He's been champion a while, so a lot of the people have already had their shot, haven't you? So some like Priest yes. and whatever. Obviously, the Riddle wouldn't possibly, but he's just gone up. And mm-hmm. uh, Dajkovic, I think, is rumoured to be gone up to Raw as well, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Okay. What's the status of the NXT tag belts at the moment? It's currently with Fabian Eichner and... Oh, uh, Marcel Barthel. Marcel Barthel, yes. That's, yeah, the... Um, yeah. 
they took ah, it and they pull yeah. off a win. I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I completely missed that one. I was thinking they've just elevated Matt Riddle, wasn't even champ. <laughs> yeah, no, the um, did you see, yeah, did, obviously when Th- did you see when Thatcher came in for um, yeah, Pete took over so, from yeah, they, they then obviously Pete very up. quickly teased the yeah, he, t- the, he turned on in the match and then they lost it. Ah, and then yeah, they've um, and then they, they did have a triple threat last week for the um, so I think it was um, Brizango. Yes, Brizango and so Walker. Yeah, so they be. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, weird to not have a, a tag match when they've. Yeah. So heavily been uh, promoted, but. Mm, there's a few strange decisions. I think uh, not having the final of the cruiserweight tournament at the at the big show was a bit strange. Yeah. Not just on NXT, especially when they had the big storyline going on with Drake Maverick. Yeah. Mm, which some people aren't too happy about. Yeah, it's difficult to know what to think about. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit harsh on the others who haven't come back yet. Yeah, but may have been offered less money to come back. Yeah, that's nice. Um, we then moved on to a very different match with uh, Adam Cole versus uh, the Dream. Yeah, the, the, Dream. the the first cinematic match suddenly. Yes, has appeared, yeah, and then everyone be me thinking, "Hang on, I watched this years ago. I don't remember it being called a cinematic match." <laughs> like the room, it's also not the back. Yeah, the 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 backlot brawl. They they keep referring to it being like the same as the Eddie match from years ago. But when you say backlot brawl, brawl to me, I think um, Roddy Piper and Goldust. Well, that's something you twelve. I, I presume that's the um, Dreams uh, cosplayer, wasn't it, with the leather jacket and the baseball bat? Oh, Negan, Little Walking yeah. Dead. Oh, I thought. Ah, I see. I, I thought yeah. it was a nod to Roddy Piper in that one. I could see where you're coming from like that. Yeah, it, it, he was very much playing the uh, the Negan from Walking Dead with the Lucille baseball bat. Yeah, I think the Mara made reference to that, but I uh, yeah. yeah, I thought because he had the Hollywood on the back. That's what I, yes. I, immediately, I immediately went to it. That's just an ongoing dig at Hulk Hogan, though, isn't it? <laughs> He's got issues with him. <laughs> Rightly so. Um, I only found out what the story was with that a couple of weeks ago with him. Uh, apparently, it stretches back to Tough Enough. Oh, right. Yeah. Dismissing him completely. <laughs> So since then, it's, uh, yeah, I'll take a shot. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. And I know this is probably the most divisive match on the show. Some people really didn't, but I thought they they did a decent job. I certainly enjoyed watching this a hell of a lot more than I enjoyed watching Gargano versus Champa in a cinematic match. That bored me rigid. I think think if you're going to do it, you need like little... I think it was the same with the Edge, Randy Orton one. Obviously, that went too long. But I think when there's no like sound effects and there's no people there it's just it's just sort of like two guys because obviously the wrestlers are making that noise a lot of yeah. the time aren't they when they're hitting someone so just like doof, doof, doof. and obviously yeah. yeah it needs i think it's, it's it's always improves it if they've either got a bit of music in like obviously the um boneyard match hard or yeah. something i think they need a bit more rather than just have two guys fighting with no sound i think yeah, I thought they had a, a, enough twists with the uh, the UE coming in, and yeah. you had um, uh, Dexter Loomis, who I think you were hinting at earlier on yes. as the next yeah, I think possible uh, one at contender. Another thing, <laughs> another, just staying another, under the ring. Some more kidnapping as well. I think. I don't know. Yeah. It seems to be a bit of a crime hotspot around there, doesn't it? I think you, it seems it to be. A kid, I think. I think that's about. I reckon the fifth in about five or six weeks. Yeah, in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I, I did think with the Uber pulled up. Oh God, it's kidnappers. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I, I did have a, a bit of an issue with a couple of the things that they did. It, it was a bit weird that Dream had the baseball bat and he was attacking Cole in the car. And the one thing he didn't hit was any of the windows. <laughs> and it's like, this is a bit safe. And surely if you had a baseball bat, you'd hit a window and smash it and cause that. Or do something. Yes. And the car just seemed to be just resisting any damage. Well, even then, I, I thought it, it seemed to be the worst car that you got into. So There's some quite nice cars by. It's clearly like, no, it's, you, we can't afford that car. Just sit in that car. You can smash that one up. I think the commentary said, though, he's taken a step up. He's like, step up from a monster truck. <laughs> really? <laughs> and my my other one on that is um, Cole used the fire extinguisher. I mean, like, it's clearly no DQ. You're clearly getting away with doing what you want to do. Hit him in the Hit head with, with the, the fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> why have you thrown it away? Like, it's, it's just like, why are you throwing weapons away? You're a bad guy. Yeah. You can cover it. But no, I thought it was all right. I didn't like the 
here's me saying this. I really like this match, and I'm already finding a couple of things to make from it. But uh, overall, I liked it. It was the what's it called? It's the Purple Dream, the Purple Rain, Purple Maker. Rainmaker. The, the yeah, alcohol. that's it, Purple Rainmaker. Yeah, into the sitting chair. It looked more mild than if he hits it when they're flat on the back <laughs> on the in the ring. If he'd have done that with Cole lying on the chairs, yes, it would have damaged him, but it would have looked more effective. Whereas the I really liked for once, really liked the Panama Sunrise. Yeah. Right, that onto the chairs looked like an end to a match. It was it was refreshing that they actually gave that the credence it deserved. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, a good finish. But uh, um, there was a strange moment in the match where it almost looked like Mario Fana- uh, Marinello was watching the wrong match. It's like, he's hit him with the uh, Panama Sunrise. And, and the guy, Todd, who's with him, was it is Todd, isn't it? Todd Phillips, yeah. Todd Phillips, yeah. Um, so, like, no, no, he's hitting with the Death Valley Driver, Dream Valley Driver. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and they carried on going, like, like he's trying to do it. Oh, close, close for goal. Like, I think it was. What are you watching? <laughs> well, it, it was edited, wasn't it? So it wasn't. Yeah, so I he's maybe the maybe got, yeah edited the wrong bit. I think there was one on the um, AEW a couple of weeks ago where the yeah the cut in the same Tony Schiavone <laughs> reference it they're like twice in the same match where they'd obviously gone back and recorded it. Yeah, no, it was that was strange, but the match was interesting. I wasn't expecting Cole to walk out of that as champion. I wasn't don't know necessarily that I was ready for the dream, but I just thought if you put Dream as champion, you can then bring up Karrion Cross. Yeah. Or, one of the others to take him on. Whereas Cole, again, similar to Keith Lee, feels a bit like when you fought all of the real contenders. Yes, you can have the match with Dexter Loomis, but is Dexter Loomis ready for a title match? Or is it just going is he just gonna hold I think you just keep keep it keep him warm for a while. Well I think it's announced it's announced for a non title match this week, I think. Um, oh cool. Which so would suggest that it's probably not going to be a title match mm. to that accident. The the tent space NXT tend to space out the uh, title matches. So I can't imagine yeah. they would have him and then face him again in two weeks' time. So, I think, so. yeah, yeah, they could do that because there's lots of rumours at the moment with Adam Cole about what his contract status. Yeah, suggesting like that he's not too long away from his contract being up. I've got to think he'll stay. Surely he's not had this run on the main stays. roster yet. Yeah. I think clearly well liked. Yeah, I think we were, say we were saying about predictions. You've got to put them in early, haven't you? But as soon as you see this match in the middle of the card, you're thinking they're not going to. But they're not. You're not going to lose here. Mm. The longest reigning champion is not going to lose in the middle of the card, is he? Yeah, it did give you that hint. And you do wonder um, whether dreams. Uh, I think it's unresolved internet issues. Maybe that might have played a little bit into. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. Certainly, we could definitely put the. Yeah, I've heard quite a few people sort of commenting on and and that he sort of regressed slightly since he came back from his injury. That he seemed to be making better progress beforehand. Yeah, I mean he's still ridiculously young. I think. Um, I think Peter, I think he's about twenty four. Mm, yeah, there's plenty of potential. Too. Yeah, I think he's doing all right. I don't know if I want to see him as the champ, but at the same time. I want to see him push because he does have good matches. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's very solid. His character is good. I'd like to say I don't think it's his hottest, um, and I think he's one of the ones. It's, it's effectively um, main roster, if we still call it that. Ready, isn't it? And that you can just come mm. in, and he's he's good enough on the mic to just come in, isn't it? I don't think he needs. He doesn't need to be a dominant character, does he? Yeah, I'd like to see how they introduce him in the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a big deal. I I, I would have thought um, with the NXT fans are used to him, know what what his style is, and they like him. Main roster. If you've not watched NXT, um, as you say, difficult to call it main roster anymore. But if you've not watched NXT, he's a very different character. Yeah, so it could take some they getting used to for them. That's it. Yeah, no, I thought it was it. It was an entertaining match. It kept me far more entertained, say, than Gargano yeah. and um, Champa did when they. I think there's always stuff. I think with it, I think a brought when you've got these different elements. I think it just freshens up. I think it's like say it's when the Gargano Champa. It, it's just essentially just two people fighting with not enough interruptions, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was I don't know. The, considering the brawls they'd had before, where they were going all over the place, that match was a bit. Yeah, double. It was, it was, <laughs> rather, it was the worst match they've had, wasn't it? I think, and mm, pro- probably sadly. including when in matches where the team together as well. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Tommaso Ciampa, 
We yes. then went on Smoothly. to Carrion Cross versus Tommaso Jumper. Yes. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I thought it was very good. It's a good, good way of getting him over, but I think without... I think if you just dis- destroyed him in two or three minutes, I think it might have been a bit unrealistic and might have been a bit too much. But yeah, I thought it was got enough in there, and yeah, looked he looked he looked good. It looks like they're ready. I mean, well, potentially he could be possibly going for a title straight away. Cross, um, you wouldn't argue it if they put him in there. He's he's clearly set up as top level guy and uh, a proper badass. I, I was very impressed. I've not, I'd seen bits of him when he was over at Impact, but not a lot. Yeah. So this is me really getting a chance to look at him. And yeah, no, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm like His presence is very good. It's it's cool to have um, Scarlet at ringside um, and that sort of like, real menace for the character is yeah. very cool. I think the, the character was definitely more developed um, when he, he was in AAA around the same time he was in Impact. That he definitely was more of that sort of intense character. He had Scarlet as his valet, which obviously didn't have an impact. And yeah, just just that very intense looking guy, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. I, uh, I'll I'll say it now. I I think there's an argument for me that that you might have switched around the, this match and the next match and had the lasting thing you think of is carrying Cross as a complete psycho. But I do get that the moment of the next match was um, what they went for. But I think, plus acknowledgement of giving people a chance. But uh, yeah, I think going into it, the one of the things that sticks with me looking back at, at, at In Your House is that Carrion Cross has now backed up everything he said he was going to do yes. in the way. And I'm, I am ready for his next feud. Yeah, it, it leaves everything open, doesn't it, now? But... Yeah. So whether it's a title uh, picture or whether he just yeah he just picks someone else and says right I'm coming after you now, mm, maybe yeah, maybe if he's biding his time maybe dream if dream's gonna go yeah. up maybe he could maybe that might be that would be a good feud for him that, I think that that would be a good way of using dream he can't go for the title at the moment yeah yeah he, I also thought well, looking at Carrying Cross I think he is a character that will fit into the Raw and SmackDown mold. Pretty easily, yeah. It's, it's, set it's, him up and it's, it's essentially for it's a very simple character, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like a sort of a fighter, isn't he? Just comes out and just wants to beat people up, isn't it? For all the uh, the stuff with the bells and whistles, yeah, it's quite a simple character to carry off. Yes, yes. If he was in um, AEW, he'd be, be the guy with Taz. Yes. Right. Oh, he knows lots of super like He can do this. He's less injury prone than Brian Cage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a fan of Cage. I think he's, he's done well since arriving. Yeah, yeah, no, he's been good, actually. Big fan of his, actually. Um, our main event, triple threat for the uh, NXT women's title. I, I've got to say, when I saw uh, Ripley's uh, her, her attire, it confused me at first. Every time I saw the white boot, I thought, she got cast on. She, she broke her foot. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. She just come off the opposite boot. It was a bit, just a little bit distracting. But no, Rhea Ripley is an is an excellent wrestler. Charlotte Flair is obviously well proven at this stage, yeah. and Io Shirai is has been like right, uh, like I don't know, underappreciated to a degree. I think for a yeah, while. I think she slipped under the red eyes. Very she? good. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I think it's the right result. Um, in terms of you've, in terms of overall, you've elevated EO, brought her up to the level of the other two, hopefully. Yeah. But I do feel I would prefer her to have beaten Charlotte outright in a one-on-one or beaten Rhea one-on-one. I don't like that there's this little asterisk of, yeah, you beat one, but there was they were in a move from the other one. And yeah. It, it wasn't as clean as I would have liked. I think it always, whenever it's announced these title matches as, as a triple threat, you're suddenly second guessing. It's like, right, who don't they want? Who don't mm. they want to take the pin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The pretty nasty, um, nasty, pretty nasty pin it was as well. I think she landed right in there. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Quite believable, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Believable that she took her out. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me did think that it. I understand why he did. It, it, as much as obviously it was a nasty, nasty finish, the it probably safer than landing on the legs or on Charlotte in that position when she was in the figure eight. Yeah. But hitting her and then pinning her would have would have worked a bit more effectively in terms of the logic of it for me. Yeah. So you've taken her out because there is that all unless they're going for the angle of well she was still in a move at the time and people have been pinned while they've been in a figure four before. Yeah. 
Uh, but I don't know. Very inconsistent rulings on there, isn't there? Very much. Yeah, overall. But no, I thought it was very, very cool. Um, Have you had a chance to see Raw yet? Uh, No, I've not. Okay, I won't comment on it, but uh, yeah. Interesting. I believe there is a follow-up. I've seen a report, and I believe Charlotte's all over it. Yes. (laughs) That's what I say. They they, they are very much... um, uh, redeeming that character. Yeah. I did see actually the start uh, the, the sixty six title matches. I think it was Todd Phillips said she'd had going into wow. that one, which is an amazing. A, a debate for another day is: is she better in the ring than her dad? <laughs> Question. <laughs> one to, to oh, think. I think in my mind. I think. I, I think it. the problem with the dad is that obviously there was a lot of years where uh, he was still wrestling. Perhaps when there uh, didn't justify. Yeah. Him. You look at Prime Flair yeah. and Prime Charlotte. I think like mid eighties to mid mid nineties Flair, I think probably mm. you're not gonna not gonna say no. Probably after mm. that, yeah, I would say probably. Oh yeah. She's definitely better than older Flair. Yeah. Um it's uh, older Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Flair, Flair and Flair. Um but uh, you know, I, I just wonder. It, it's she's got potential to have a better career, but then she's always gonna have that shadow of her daddy. He set a massive shadow. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm pleased to see, unless I'm unless I'm missing it, she's not followed the Ric Flair route of I wear particular coloured trunks when I'm going to lose. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Glad I never realised that until yeah. uh, after. That would have annoyed me. I, I do. I don't like telegraphy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to lose. Oh, I should yeah. mention as well, just before we the um, I sure I making full use of the set as well for the yes, crossbody off the top of the roof is nice. That's very cool. I, yeah. I haven't gone through it as well. Yeah. In almost a yeah. barbershop-esque thing, but it was just plastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It revealed how they made that set, didn't it? Like the cheapest set very cool. the barbershop one. So. In fairness, she wouldn't have come back if it had been the barbershop window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'd, I'd say I, I like EO. Um, I'm a fan of, of her work. She's very impressive. So it was it's good to see her elevated. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see where they go with, the, with her. Yeah. And I think Do they... Keep a heel ish because she's still doing well, that's, the dark that's version, it. but she gets good reactions. It's without the without the crowd being there, the proper crowd. Mm. It's very hard because obviously you think Charlotte's clearly the heel in that match, mm-hmm. and then you'd say yeah, Ripley's clearly the the face in it. But yeah, it's it's almost like yeah, didn't although, although it's, it's a very heelish way to win. I think with the way obviously the celebration afterwards. I think yeah, that's a face celebration, like a face thing. Yeah, I mean obviously that's that's why. That's why Chris, you didn't get uh, cross champ at the end because it would have, yeah, to stop yeah, the table. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said, "No, don't don't release the streamers. It's got another match to go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. But it, it, I found that a bit weird actually releasing all the streamers and stuff. And you're thinking, "There's no audience, no crowd there." Yeah, it's a bit slightly odd, but it looked good. Yeah, and as I say, I'm I'm just pleased to see the belt on her. Yeah, uh, and it hopefully, from my perspective, means she's going to be sticking around. Yeah. As well, because there's obviously been lots of talk of uh, New Japan wanting to bring her to Stardom. Yeah. So they bought Stardom, didn't they? Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's the same parent company, isn't it? Yeah. And they were sort of teasing her. And uh, Kyrie Sane, uh, if Kyrie Sane is going to be booked against Nia Jax on a weekly basis, I suggest she runs and goes to Japan as quickly as she can. <laughs> well, maybe she could do Finn Balor and just say, can, please, please, sir, can I go back to NXT? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually it's weird how um, they've obviously had three cracking Japanese wrestlers sort of come through, and they um, and then I think most of the, a lot of the others um, aren't American either. So obviously you've got Tegan Knox getting a big push to cut Kai, yeah. um, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley there, Tony Storm obviously. Yeah, whenever she's been on, it's quite a featured thing. It's it's weird how yeah they seem to they seem to import a lot more women for NXT yeah. than they do sort of. Uh, for other ones, hmm. yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a it's a cracking division. Um, I can understand why Charlotte would be quite willing to go to NXT yeah. and have a, a oh, it's, it's, time for time. me. It's clear, it's definitely the best women's division in in the world. I would say, the NXT yeah, one. yeah, it's very good. Oh. So that's the, that's the show overall. I thought it was a, it was a good one. I thought it just lacked that one. Obviously, they have had these fantastic matches, haven't you? That some of your favourite matches of all time in some of these t- it did lack that that one t- classic that you'd point you to. Know I what think. I think but it missed? was more consistent, but the the one that I thought 
I, I get why you did it, because you needed to, so you, you've got to have stuff going on, it would have taken too long. I would have liked Thatcher and Riddle on this. Yeah. In that, and to have done the pit fight in there. But again, it's... Because that would have been really different. Yeah. Although, again, you don't know whether that's because they wanted, they couldn't have Riddle, because obviously they needed him. Yeah, so you've got that. It's not like they've debuted him yet. Yeah, no, he's not even there. But this is how it works, isn't it? It'd be like, oh yeah, don't put him. We need him, so keep pull him off uh, TV. I'm really intrigued to see what's going to happen with him over at uh, over on SmackDown. How much they're going to push him? Yeah, because his his mouth does cash a lot of checks. Yeah, as 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 as, yeah, as a as a fan of NXT as well, it's when someone goes up that you really like, you're very nervous. Yeah, like, he's very good. Please, please be, care- please be gentle. Yeah, don't dilute him. I mean, he's, he's genuinely could. He's he's a, he's a world champion. If the yeah, because he's if got they this, want to, he's got so much potential. He's, he's I suppose the nearest comparison is is probably Kurt Angle in that he's legit as a as a brilliant fighter, but also mm. he's got that comedy element that you can do it, and and it doesn't detract too much from it either. Um, you can, but, you can do it, but. If you have to get that right, but don't you? if you go too far on uh, the comedy side, don't you? Oh yeah, it, it, there's a lot of danger with him, but the potential is great. Yeah. Um, I, I do hope we get the the right version of Matt Riddle. Um, I'd like to see him elevated to a point that one day Brock actually takes back what he says and says, yeah, "Okay, I will have a match with you." Yeah, um, that would be a, an interesting one. But, yeah. but again, last we the... heard, he said no. Yeah. <laughs> but he's but he's he's good enough that he's believable. He could beat Brock. Yeah, rather than yeah. let's say like Rollins, but with like shortcuts and stuff, isn't it? I think you could just beat him in a straight up fight, couldn't it? It's believable that he would anyway. Mm. I would say, would you like to predict uh, backlash? But we've still got uh, Raw and SmackDown this week to really take in. If you haven't seen Raw and uh, SmackDown to come, we haven't got all the matches yet. It's up to you. We can go through it. If I, I don't mind, if you got them up. Yeah, let's go. That's a quick discussion of who we think, uh, where we think they're going to go at backlash. I suppose we may as well kick it off with the greatest wrestling match ever. Who do we think with Edge and Orton? Well, I think I've, I've seen a few graphics from other matches where they've kept that branding on, which means mm-hmm. that sort of the, 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 the one that would be on the pre-show still has the greatest wrestling. Um, well, logic would say it's got to be Randy, hasn't it? Just on Edge had his big It would win. tie him up, wouldn't it? That, yeah. And it, I do wonder this whole, it's going to be a great wrestling match, is, is Randy just going to completely go against that yeah i i lured you into a t- wrestling match yeah. and i'm just gonna destroy you well his whole heel style is is not to have great wrestling matches isn't it it's just to yeah. be a spoiler isn't it and <laughs> Rest just hold. with the crowd to get into it it's like no i'm gonna cut your guy down isn't it yeah so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they're planning to how that's actually going to go um i'm hoping it's a bit of a bait and switch because just i don't as as much as i'm pleased to see edge back and i i'm in the the camp that i actually quite enjoyed Edge versus Orton at WrestleMania. It was uh, one of the more gripping matches for me. I've not gone mad and watched it again, I have to say. I, I, that, <laughs> ten minutes too long for me. I think it's mm, I can see the five argument. ten minutes out of that, I think it, it would have been a lot leaner and a bit better, I think. So leaning towards Randy, I think, just because yeah, Edge got the win. It's just how it, it's how it tends to work, isn't it? Drew versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, it can only be Drew. can only be Drew going through him, can it there, I think. <laughs> I'm pleased to see Lashley getting a bit of elevation and a bit of respect on his name. Yeah, to be honest, when they, when they brought him back, he was one of the few guys you could have pushed with this legit um, MMA stuff as yeah. as a top guy. It? But they, they sort of put him straight back into the mid-card, didn't they? Which I think was a bit yeah. of a mistake, really. I think he would have been believable as a top guy when he first came back. But but yeah, I think it's got yeah, to stick Yeah, I think you keep him strong on this. Yeah. And uh, quite like his relationship with MVP. Yeah, as well. Well, to be fair, it would be nice actually if they, they have had it in them because um, last week's impact had their flashback moment was um, Drew Lashley from a few years ago. Um, no, right. but, but just to have an actual proper wrestling match when obviously Drew's tended to have, hasn't he, these sort of like three, four minute mm. spot, spot, spot ones. It'd be nice to see him if they just, yeah, have a good match. But yeah, actually, if maybe a few more bit of wrestling moves in there. Yes. I think McIntyre needs a couple of decent matches to legitimise him rather than it just being quick ones. Yeah. Um, I thought his match with Seth was very good. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. That's Yeah, thing. give him Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. Uh, Let me see that going. Again, this is, the, this is the problem with these uh, pay-per-views where they sort of fall in between it. Yeah, you can't see any, anything other than uh, returning. Yeah, Braun's taking him. But it, the only question is, is will he, 
will you pin one of them or will it be both of them in the set? Probably both. <laughs> yeah, probably both. I, I think that's the finish, isn't it? Both literally both into the power slam and uh, hand on each, and that's it all done, isn't it? Yeah. And then presumably, if we're heading towards the, Braun's next big, big match being SummerSlam, um, presumably The Fiend? You'd think so. They've got, they've got yeah, definitely room to go back to that. Yeah, because he, he obviously hasn't dealt with that side. Oh, technically, right. uh, technically the first time for that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we've then got Asuka versus Nia Jax. You've got to keep on Asuka there, I think, haven't you? I would. I'm knock noticing it. we haven't switched a title yet, but I would keep it on Asuka. Yeah, knocking out of the park at the moment, Asuka. Mm, she is. And I know they, they want to keep pushing her and everything, but there is that uh, asterisk at the moment over Nia Jax. Yeah. She, she does need to be a bit more careful. Um, these things are happening too often for it to be well. Oh, she just got unlucky. Yeah, it's, it happens a lot. It's it's weird, isn't it? Because you think that the limited number of moves should be easy to keep people safe, isn't it? I think mm. it's more. You think it's more the twisty aerial stuff that people are more likely. To, you know I mean, like say, like the Ayesha Eye, if you get your moonsault wrong and you land on the wrong yeah. bit, that's what you think. That's more like you think she should be able to work a lot safer, wouldn't you? But you would think so. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Oh, now that depends. Do they? This is the one that you could see that going on for a couple of pay per views, couldn't you? Um, mm-hmm. I think I'd maybe text Sheamus to to win that one and then keep the feud going. I think there. That would keep the feud going. There, it would feel a bit definitive for Hardy to get another win because didn't he beat him when he came back? Very yeah. You beat him yeah, up, it's I can't remember, official match or not. Yeah, I, I, I almost maybe he pushes Jeff to the limit and gets an EQ win or something. Yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah that, but yeah, I'd, maybe, I'd probably give it to Seamus. The next match on uh, looking go through the Wikipedia list, in fact, the next two matches are spoilers for Raw. Oh, you can go for so, it, go on. Are you sure? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Bailey and Sasha, uh, Sasha Banks defending the women's tag match against uh, women's tag match, women's tag titles versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and against the Iconics. Just a straight triple threat, I assume. Not a, triple threat a, tag. Yeah. Um, I think it's too soon to take it off them, isn't it? So again, we're going very thought. safety first, aren't we? On these, but mm, I'd love to see the Iconics get their belts uh, back and have another run with them. Yeah. But yeah, it feels like this is the way you delay Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. So that when you finally have that implosion, we get it. And although I find it very weird watching Sasha and Bailey at the moment. I think they're highly entertaining. But Sasha is overtly heel at times now. Like which obviously she's with Bailey. Yeah. But you're thinking, surely this is edging towards you being the face and Bailey being the heel. Yeah. And I'd I'd like her to show a bit more, be a yeah. bit more sympathetic, but she's very cocky again. Yeah, that's it. Like I say, it's, it's clearly breakup, but yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, whether uh, mm. barely, it would be a shame to turn her face again because she's probably. Oh, yeah, heel baby's great. Yeah, having a go at the uh, the announcers and things is yeah. brilliant. She's really she's been one of the ones who've really benefited from not having a crowd. Yeah, because she's sort of taking the Kevin Owens approach of I'm just going to shout at everybody. Yeah. I'll, I'll do commentary throughout it. I mean, that from that the moment when she was just smashing up the wacky waving inflatable arm yeah. tube men is just told me. <laughs> yeah, no, I think she, she's doing it. She's doing a good job. Uh, so yeah, I, my gut is saying you keep the belts on Bailey and Sasha as well. But I say I would like to see the iconics. Yeah, um, get a push again. Um, I don't want to see them. I know they teased with the, with the uh, slap. But I, I don't want to see the, the Iconics break up anytime soon. They, well, there's got mileage. I think that's the thing. It's some some teams you break up, you think, ah, oh, but they can do some. It's you would see them not doing anything with either of them. Yeah, well, they've shown that with not using them for so long. Yeah, I don't think they've built either of them up as there could be like a breakout singles yet. So yeah, keep them together. No, I, I, and they're, they're entertaining with each other as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. they've just got that uh, chemistry. It's like, well, why why mess with it? You can maybe tease it, but don't go that way. Yeah. yeah. Although, as people will always say, WWE have this idea that uh, all women can't get along. So, <laughs> yes. um, at some point, they will break you up. Yeah. Well, that's just how they book the the main roster, isn't it? As opposed to say yes. NXT, where it seems to be a lot more fight based, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the final match on the card is again spoiler for Raw: Apollo Cruz defending against Andrade. Andrade. Um... The US title. 
But again, my instinct is that it's, it's a bit early to take off crews, but then you're thinking there's got to be a title change in somewhere. Um, you would figure there'll be one, um, yeah. but they could do a show without. They, Cruz is getting a decent push. Andrade had the belt for ages yeah. and did nothing. I know he's gone for some of that time, but that was his own fault. Yeah. Um, but he didn't really move the needle particularly as US champion, so I think we're desperate to get it back on him for at any time soon. Yeah. I think it would keep would... it on Cruz. And yeah, I think he'd have to keep it on, to... on Cruz, wouldn't you? It would kill him. It just sort of like... Give him this big push, and then within a month, take it back off him. Yeah. Even if he is sort of keeps with it back in a month's time or something. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd stick with that. This is a very dull, dull card, isn't it? This is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a show, we, isn't it? Potentially got the, keeps the we have potentially got the greatest wrestling match ever, though. Yes. So. Well, like, well, we'll like, I presume that's got a headline, isn't it? It, it, it better have. Yeah. Like, nothing can compare to that match. Yes. Clearly. It's, but if it's, it's on the pre show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll, be, uh, that'll be hilarious. Yeah. Plus, presumably, we'll get some sort of pre show tag match. Oh, At some yeah. point, we've got to have Viking Raiders versus the. Um, they called them the Spirit Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Street Profits. Street Profits. <laughs> That's yeah. what I meant. I'm getting a bit fed up of them doing their sporting events. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like yeah, I don't know what they like what they're waiting for there. But yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, we've got a really badass tag team, and we're going to make them look like fools. Yeah. yeah, and we've got a cool tag team who we're not going to use particularly as a tag team. Um, it's very weird. Yeah, that's there. The goings on in terms of WWE at the moment. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, but New Japan have. Announced they're going back into business. Yeah, yeah. No, not again. No, I think, well, no fans, isn't it? Initially, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think they need to. I'm excited about that though, because I'm, I'm ready for some new Japan. Yeah, I absolutely. keep thinking, oh, I'm not up to date, and then I remember, wait a second, yes, I am. Nothing is out. Yeah. Well, to be, but, I mean, um, I, I love it, but I, yeah, I, I've just watched the big shows. There's obviously, a, yeah, I think that's there's enough there to keep. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's bizarre, actually, how New Japan works in that sense, because you do think, I've not had any build-up for these, but I really want to see those matches. Yeah. It shows that you don't need to have that weekly, like, drip feed of, well, he teases a win over him, he gets a win over there with a tag match, and all their lots of interviews and stuff. It's like, no, we can do it with... Yeah. I think as well, it's a lot of it. They do do love these big tags, don't they, as well, which... Yes. Well, it kind of really doesn't mean a lot generally. I think it's it's telling that they've said the first event, you will find out the matches when the announcer calls them. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not expecting anyone to I think it's, it's like New they Japan. They could blow us away, but... New Japan Cup sort of stuff, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've announced the brackets, haven't they, for that, so... Um, yeah, it's just good to have them back. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, AEW. have issues with some of the stuff, but most of it... I'm yeah, it's always a mixed bag, isn't it? There's very good, and then mm. yeah, it's, it's a bit not quite as good. I'm not getting the te- Jericho Tyson stuff. That's not. Yeah, that was, that's pretty cringeworthy. It's a shame because I think Jericho is better than that. Um, he doesn't need to be doing this Tyson business. Yeah, it's like why does it suddenly bother him and it hasn't bothered him for years? Yeah, yeah but uh, no, it's it's cool to see like Omega and Hangman back and that sort of stuff doing their tag matches and the tag division is really heating up in AW. Yeah. FDR joining them joining yeah. them really, really helps. Some mouth watering matches there. Yeah. That's nailed on, isn't it, with the books down the line, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. This week we've got uh, FDR versus Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. So that should be fun. Their new their new gimmick of uh looking like some angry painter and decorators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in in the states they look like Mister Clean. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit weird. But then they they've not got the bunny. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although maybe she's teasing setting up uh, uh, Cutie Marshall. I don't. I'm not sure. This in storyline they should need her to do an inside job to beat Cutie no, Marshall. They should be able to take her out. I think that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, even with Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> A strange one, but uh, yeah, there's, there's clearly something's going on there. That's not yeah. uh, well, no, she's his happy little yeah, yeah. Uh, manager. It's like clearly something that she's dragging him down a route he, that he shouldn't be going down. But uh, no, it's um, AEW, I always find entertaining. Yeah. They, they, I think, the 
I think the the no fans era is getting better in recent weeks. The, the WWE have sort of got it better with having the NXT guys and the plexiglass. Yeah. There's more feel. I think to it's it. just some some crowd noise is, is better than no yeah, noise. Yeah, it helps. Disputable. I think the interesting thing I was thinking about is that obviously apart from your cinematic matches, are, are any of these matches in five years' time going to be on anyone's best of <laughs> DVDs, isn't it? Because it would just look weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you start saying, oh, this match from WrestleMania, this match from SummerSlam, oh, this match from that WrestleMania, mm. but then there's no crowd sort of thing, I think it would seem a bit flat and weird, and then it wouldn't seem as big, would you? Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to find a match. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm struggling to pick a match that I think would make a best-of list for me so far. The only one I was um, I could think is if if they had a, hopefully if he keeps like, Drew McIntyre one, he, obviously you'd have to have his win there. But again, it would just because because of the well, the meaning of it. it wouldn't be anything to do with the match right. or anything, would it? Uh, I, I have to say of the, of the cinematic matches, um, my favourite is still the Boneyard match. I think yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. that. I think I've gone back and watched that again. And I thought actually that was very cool. Yeah. I think um, I'm waiting to see what happens. I think it's this Sunday we get the next part of the Last Ride documentary. Yeah, I still, still must get that I highly recommend it. It's a really good watch. Uh, it's notable that they've waited to release this one. I just wonder why. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost wondering, and it's if they want the, the whole premise of this of this documentary is Undertaker is not coping with the idea he's got to retire. And wants the perfect retirement. Maybe he's had it. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is it. And yeah. that I wonder if the the end of the documentary is I'm satisfied now. Yeah, enough. Well, because I that I can't see him getting better than that. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, maybe could, yeah. or if he wants Brilliant. to maybe trail it and maybe do something of that with again, like yeah, someone that. One of the smaller lads who can sort of bump for yeah. a bit, but so yeah, maybe, safely hit, maybe you yeah. film another one. So yeah, you can't, it looks really good, and then but then they announce it in advance. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, could be. Uh, they seem to be well. AJ's still teasing the Undertaker, isn't he? Yeah, He's still saying stuff. So whether they're thinking maybe SummerSlam, uh, maybe a straight up match with them. But yeah. I my thought is it, the, the graveyard, the, sorry, the boneyard match really allowed them to showcase the Undertaker in the right way and protect him. Yeah. By, uh, presumably it was filmed in lots of bits. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my my thought is why why risk doing it in the ring and it not working? But if you're going to be with anybody, AJ's got to be a safe yeah. pair of hands, surely. And as well, Tech is supposed to be quite old school, so maybe he would want to see put someone over. It could be, that. could be. I'm like, okay, I, I beat you in the boneyard. Now you're going to get the win over me here, yeah. and that'll do. I did see as well. The, um, during there, there was a advert for uh, Ric Flair's last match. Yes, trailer. But again, that's how yeah. that's how you do it brilliantly, and then mm. ruin it by yeah. <laughs> wrestling about four or five batches after I, that, I which, presu- which presumably is missing footage. Last match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you cling to this idea that it was Ric Flair's last match? Yeah. yeah, we all know better on that one, sadly. Yeah, money talks. Mm. Yeah, a Sith Undertaker is not going to pop up anywhere else, is he? I don't think. No, no. Well, he might have signed a new like fifteen-year contract or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're keeping around for a while. But then again, watch the Last Ride documentary. Highly recommended. You see the relationship with him and Vince. Yeah, and yeah, they're. I can't see him leaving him. I know they get they have their moments where he gets wound up and he gets yeah. upset with him and stuff. But there's clearly love there between both of them. Yeah, um, Vince at one point. <laughs> they're asked, they ask they ask a question about like what what's Undertaker's position in WWE in the, in the law where do you see him and he basically wells up and said I'm not answering that question yeah yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. oh at least, at least the one guy isn't it that he's he's not really had any trouble with over the years and even the guys who've been mm. his top guys he had trouble with him like Brett Sean Austin in the end or people like sure, he's Rock, had issues with the Rock leaving where he's yeah. gone. I suppose Cena's the only other one, isn't it? But then yeah. I presume you wish Cena would have stayed a bit as well. So Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he, he deserves that special place, I think. It's, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that last yeah, night documentary. Like really, like, it's proper good documentary stuff. Very, very good. Right. So, there we go. That was the first uh, wrestling podcast that the Critic Guys have put out there. I'm hoping it will be the first of many. Um, we shall see how we get on 
Paul, can people find you online anywhere? Uh, no. That's <laughs> 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 keep under the radar. That's <laughs> the safest Nick. place to be at the moment. Very, yeah, Vince is exclusive. <laughs> you can find me at, at CriticGuyChris on Twitter. Um, hope you'll continue to join us for the Critic Guy podcast and uh, when we try new things. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you.